from part one of our review of Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm glad that you're able to now partake in part two. We are happy to have it up and available for you for your listening pleasure, and we figured that shortening it up into two episodes might be a little bit more convenient for your listening needs. Enjoy! And, you know, of course they do uh, in the lab there, and, you know, when that happened, again, the... uh, when they when they call out Peter, uh-huh. <laughs> and everyone points to each other, the whole theater erupts. Uh, Carmen shoots through the roof. You know, it's it I was com- awesome. I completely I missed that. I wasn't even paying attention to that. Drew didn't Drew didn't catch it. I'm sitting there like when they started doing it. I was bouncing in my seat and I started um started hitting him again. And he's like, "What? What?" I'm like, "They did the thing. They did the thing. They did the thing." And he's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "They did the thing." And he was like. Oh, oh yeah, they did the thing. So yeah, most of our theater missed it too. Well, it was, but it was the perfect way that they did it. It was so subtle that I'm like, yeah. it took me to the, like, it was over. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That was their nod to the meme. And it was like, oh, so cool. I, yeah, oh was... my God. Oh, backtracking. I also like when uh, Norman reprised his line, I'm, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself, which is also yeah. grew to be its own animal as far as a meme went mm-hmm. and uh you know I, I just it was a very aware movie like it was aware of itself it was aware of the fandom and it was aware that it had to you know push the story further and again just incredibly well made very so much care yeah drew made a point like i think right after um the the scene in the lab where i pointed out to, to him that they were re- that was their version of the meme he leaned over to me he's like there's been a lot of meme references in this movie it's like like a lot a lot I, i'll have to see if i can get him to when we watch it again to point more of them out to me because i have a tendency to miss those but i don't know it was it was nice like the tie-ins to just other pop culture and like you said like you said like it was very self-aware and he's got something so i was just gonna say back to when we were talking about how like when they introduced like toby mcguire and andrew garfield mm-hmm. toby mcguire comes out and both me and gabrielle go oh my god he's old <laughs> that was our wow. first one we, we, we couldn't help ourselves i thought he looked and great I, I did too I, and i like when um yeah. Uh, Garfield tried to be all smug and like, so, you got your suit, old man? He just goes, yes, I got my suit. Calm your... Sit down, child. Sit down. Yeah. I've been you doing this longer like a, than you. Uh, cool youth pastor? A cool youth pastor. Which brings us right around... Are we ready to talk about the fight? That, that lovely yeah, end battle? Because there's let's so go. much I want to talk about this. Steve, I must pay homage to you saying that you did tell me that the scene where the lizard's head gets knocked back 30 feet was them editing out the other Spider-Mans. And you were right. It's exactly what happened. Same scene, just with the two other Spider-Man in it. Spider-Man, Spider-Mans. Whatever Wait, the well, plural um, would be. Spider-Man. Spider-Pig. Spider. Say, say that again, Gordon. I'm, I'm sorry. I... Oh, you weren't listening? No, I was listening, but I didn't follow what you said. When I said something about you, what? you about the trailer when we were about watching the trailer together, you said that they edited uh, oh. out the Spider People. Yeah, and I just and you you completely <laughs> called it correctly. I yeah, I had a feeling. So I would like to talk about the scene that actually had tears rolling down my face, and it took me a little while to recover from. So. Bobby, you said you have not watched The Amazing Spider-Man 
But oh no, I, I did, I did, I, I did see too. the recap on it, so I, I feel like I know what you're gonna talk about. Okay, Liza, um, are you gonna say what I think? You're not. You're gonna say what I in, think you're gonna say. In the second Amazing Spider-Man movie, when I watched that in theaters, I bawled my eyes out at the end when Gwen Stacy died. I yep. knew it was coming. I knew what was going to happen, and I was still hoping that they would change it. And I, I remember sitting in the theater next to my best friend, just crying. The callback and what they did in this, I loved. And like I said, it left tears rolling down my face when same. MJ was falling, and Tom got pushed out of the way the same way that Andrew did in his movie, mm -hmm. and then Andrew got to save her, and the fact that he caught her. Yeah, I, it like it gave him that. It was yeah. that redemption. Yeah, yeah. all the villains got second chances, so he got his. He, it, yeah, it, and you and, that Peter. Since we kind of skipped over it when they were when they met on the roof, I I think it brought a little like recognition to his face that all the other Spider Men, women are MJ, not Gwen Stacy. Yeah, so that yeah. kind of like linked a dot like. Oh, they're trying to call out that they changed the name up of his of his woman, and that's why they. And I was like, that that makes sense. So far, every other Spider Man's woman's been named well, MJ in, or some version the, of that. There was um, MJ was supposed to be in the second Amazing Spider Man, but it got a little bit too long and her scenes were cut which i'm very happy about because i cannot stand the actress that they had cast for her i'm gonna leave that alone <laughs> i hate her face anyway um but no that one that one got me like drew had like i i missed part of the fight after that because i was sitting there like wiping my eyes trying to calm myself down because that's how much that one got me it, that was a great moment it's certainly one of the best of the whole movie yeah um can we, can we talk about two? You know, you have three very big actors occupying the same, uh, you know, scene, and their chemistry was awesome. Oh yeah. You know it. It, it was like a. It was like you're watching brothers that mm -hmm. you know had Andrew, you know. Andrew Spider Man said that. Yeah. yeah. He referred yeah. to them as brothers. He's like, I never knew what it was like to have brothers. And, and like, uh, it was so good. It was so natural. Yeah, like nobody outshined anybody else. Like they were very humble. Even. Yeah, like they worked. Like you said, they worked very well. Together. No, you're not. You're amazing. That was my favorite part. <laughs> yes. Showing the middle brother with issues of not being as good as the older brother and younger brother because the one went to space and fought aliens. The other one fought aliens. He's like, I just, I just, I just fight guys. I'm, I'm lame. And then big brother comes in you're not lame. You're, you're amazing. amazing. <laughs> Say it with me. Amazing. Like, okay. Calm down, Toby. In the play on the... Toby's back, though. Yeah. I'm dying. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, I, got uh, this. I gotta stretch I got this, this out. Lower back problems. Some swinging. He's like, ah, yeah, same, same. You want me to crack your back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can you do that for me? I actually yeah, did that to my buddy at work yesterday because he was like, can you crack my back? I said, I got you. Their whole interactions were just, they are priceless. And the circle back, the whole scene where Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, caught MJ, it made me realize, that, you know, the, the scene where they meet Tom Holland's Spider-Man and they're sharing their Uncle Ben stories. And then they're there in that moment. And it's like that kind of got Tom Holland through that situation in a, a sense. And it's like they also gave Andrew Garfield closure to like move on in a sense with his life. And I was like, we're just three supportive Spider-Men. We just love each other. We're just out here helping each other through our trauma. Yeah. I, 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 and Stephen, I, I love when, you know, they're on this, the rooftop of the school and Tom looks up and he sees both in there. It's, it, he wasn't even shocked. He was just like, I know who you guys are. You know, call it the PD Tingle or, uh, or what spider have you. Sense. But mm -hmm. Yeah, it was of course spider sense, but I was trying to tie that one in there. But, yeah. um, Drop the yeah. pin picture, the Peter Tingle. Mm -hmm. But you're right. It's like he, was, he already was aware. You, you know what I thought was, was uh, not funny, 
but he uh when tom said uh you know you guys don't know what i've been through but i'm thinking oh well, actually exactly. yes yes they do very mm -hmm. much <laughs> you know and i feel like that like you said steven that they pulled him through that you know and it brought you know i i feel like the this movie was like the end of Tom Holland's origin story. Like it, it like brought him like up to speed with the rest of them. Yes. It was. It's like, it cemented him as the, the mainstay and we're not going to have another movie where we have to spend the whole film. Like, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, we're never going to get over Tony Stark. We're never going to get over May, but it's like, now we don't have to spend an entire movie dedicated to just that it's like they were able to get him in a place where he can move forward and continue to yeah. kill kill it as spider-man we're like we're like most spider-man on his own yeah right right which by the events of the end he actually does have to be so mm -hmm. skipping ahead a little bit on that i do have something i want to bring up about the ending scene like that uh-huh but how many of us were disappointed that Peter didn't stop himself and Toby had to get in front of him before he shanked the hell out of the Green Goblin? Now, see, I liked it. So, no, I'm not. I, I love that scene. It, it uh -huh. showed how much more that, that our MCU Peter has to grow. Yeah. I was just sad for Peter that he couldn't bring it in on his own. Oh, oh. It I, still okay. showed that even in the end of the movie. Even after everything, he still needed someone there to hold his hand. Well, you know, I, I feel like because both Andrew and Toby went that dark route, they've both killed people in vengeance. Uh, you know, I feel like in that movie, Tom learned certain things from Andrew. Tom learned certain things from Toby. And in that scene, that one we're talking about right now, that's mm -hmm. what Toby brought. Yeah. One of the things that Toby brought. Um, also, I also need um, visual and verbal confirmation that uh, Toby is not mortally wounded. Because I, I, I about threw up in my seat. He's fine. Oh, I, I mean, really, though? No, I, I, no, because he made the comment. He said, oh, I've been stabbed plenty of times. Like, he's been stabbed worse by the Green okay. Goblin and everyone else than just that little poke. You know, Aunt May acted like she wasn't dying either. And Aunt May was bit by a radioactive spider. Don't care. Uh, I still cried. I was, I was halfway out of my seat, like, hands in the air, like, mid-gasp for the next, like, couple minutes after that. Go And, like, looking at Drew going, how are they going to save them? How are they? And I'm like, Venom's here somewhere. Venom can like jump over to him, help him heal, and then go back to Eddie. That's what they're gonna do. Venom's gonna sh and Drew's just looking at me like, "Would you please calm down?" Like they can't kill Toby. Oh, yeah. I I, I had like, a full on panic attack. I was like, was like "What? But the only person's gonna die in this movie is, is May and Toby McGuire? That's horseshit." I'm sorry, sorry, <laughs> listeners. No, I, I was like, if they kill Toby, I will riot. Right? I would have. I would have like. And the way they did it was just me. I mean, it was the same thing with Aunt May. Like they, they're like, don't, don't toy with me. Like, kill him or don't kill him. Like, don't, don't do this. Like he's laying there, and you're like, okay, okay. is you he bleeding know, out? Is did they puncture his yeah. heart? Like, <laughs> yeah, because you, you don't know. see exactly where he was stabbed. No, and you to don't. Me, it seemed like it went right through the stomach. That's what I thought too. Like mm -hmm. I thought it was kind of mirroring how. Green Goblin stabbed himself with the glider. Like, I thought it was going to be the same type of wound. Like, they just kind of traded one's death for the other. Like, he'll manage to save um, Osborne, but at the cost of Toby. That's exactly what I thought, too. I did like, I did really like the joke that uh, Andrew made after, um, after Tom gave them a hug and walked away and Andrew just looks, he's holding Toby up and just looks at him and goes, you're, you're in a lot of pain right now, aren't you? And he's like, so oh much, yeah. So much pain. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, he'll be fine. It's okay. I mean, I guess I still want somebody like, I would have liked the mid credit scene of like, Hey, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we give Toby Maguire another movie just to show us that he's healed? 
Yes. Honestly, I would love to see another movie just of, of Toby and then another one for Andrew as well of them going back to their universes and getting to see their villains healed and whole again, like how they would deal with that. Just like okay. a, a mini series almost. Yeah. Almost like yeah. a Spider Man what ifs. Yeah, kind of. Something there's um, there's a lot of internet rumors running around talking about now that the multiverse is open is giving each of those guys, you know, another movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, again, Carmen's not with us here tonight, but one thing she wanted, uh, a question that she wanted to pose to everybody was, okay, so the spell where everyone now truly forgets that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Peter Parker, in essence, does not exist. Does that it, spell carry over through the rest of the multiverse? Now does now does nobody know who Toby is and Andrew is? Does that mean yeah. does that mean Toby Ooh. and MJ are no longer together? You know well, what I mean? So what what I do you guys think? Wonder, I was wondering the same thing because Strange had to make it so that everyone who was trying to come to their universe forgot that Peter was Spider-Man. So it makes sense that it would have stretched across like all the universes that were open to them. Oh, I never even thought of that. Honestly, I I find it more believable that strange now having a second time or at least a third run around with this spell figured out how to make it, their Peter Parker that's forgotten. Not all Peter Parkers, because he sent everyone home, shut the gates, closed the doors, oh. and made the MCU Peter Parker vanish. I could, mm. I could see yeah. that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because it was technically sealed up. It is most definitely in Stephen Strange's wheelhouse and knowledge to do that, especially after he's already had three mess-ups. Or two right. mess up, and this is the sure. third time. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. Because I also like that uh, Toby mentioned that uh, you know him and MJ did actually make it work. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was very that was very satisfying to me. Yeah, I was I was wondering if we were going to get a cameo from her. I wish I wanted one so bad. I would, yeah, I feel like you know again based on how they said you know, people just started popping up in the universe. I feel like because she knew who uh, he was, that uh, Kirsten Dunst most certainly was walking around in that universe. I mean, of course, not in any scenes, but like if you're going along with that theory, she had to have popped in there at some point. Well, I did like, and this is a scene that I definitely want to watch again and be able to like pause and go frame by frame when they were showing more people who were getting ready to come through and they showed silhouettes of scorpion and rhino and there were several other silhouettes next to them Mm -hmm. drew and i didn't get a chance to get a really good look but i saw some that did kind of i saw one that looked like it could have been miles because it was a more like kind of tall lanky silhouette Mm -hmm. and i saw another one that to me kind of looked like it could have been spider gwen oh wow so, because it didn't have to, obviously it didn't have to just be villains. It was everyone who knew. So that would have brought along other heroes as well. So I really want to, I really want to go back and analyze those scenes in particular again. Like I said, go frame by frame and see who we can identify. For it. I was hoping to find the Watcher in the mix. That would have been cool. Because that was most certainly the Watcher's background that you could see. Yeah. Speaking of the Watcher and the What If series, has that so everybody stayed for the final end credits? And Stephen, you've been shown the final end credits. Yeah, yeah? I, I found it on Twitter. Okay. TikTok applies to you so well. <laughs> what? Said my TikTok that I sent earlier oh. applies to you so well. I honestly read the article wrong. <laughs> so, so before we get to that whole end scene, uh-huh. I want to ask, so the final scene with Peter getting that apartment, did anyone else recognize that apartment? Yes, yes. I did. Oh, yes. Did anyone else recognize that voice? 
Yep. 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 Wait, I must have missed it. It's that Toby's is apartment. The, it's yeah, oh, it's Toby. Toby's apartment. But what was the voice? The, that the, was landlord. the landlord. The manager. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, wow. hey, real quick, I want to um, backpedal to the the coffee shop scene at the oh, end. Oh, yes. Um, you know, okay, talk about uh, getting misty. But um, there is a very subtle detail that I don't know if anyone else caught. Um, Dylan, I'm looking at you, man. Uh, MJ is still wearing the broken yes. Dahlia necklace. Yes. So, you know, she might not know who peter is she might not remember she might remember she got that necklace in europe but not from where or from who but mm -hmm. you know maybe that's going to be the link and i don't think it's going to be in the next movie because i feel like her and ned are going to be in boston he's still going to be in new york yeah. but i feel like that's the link that will get them get her yeah. to remember it has to be it's got to be that or it's got to be something through ned and I'm like curious if they're going to talk more about Ned's magic capability, or they're just going to leave it as it was. Well, you know what? So, uh, I feel like there's a possibility with Ned exploring these, like, you know, sorcerer-type things. And, you know, they really spent a lot of time talking about, like, you know, Ned is, is Tom's best friend. And then when Toby was like, yeah, my best friend died in my arms because he tried to kill me. And he's like, I'll never try to kill you, Peter. Like, is that going to be like a hobgoblin, you yep. know, foreshadow? No. So I'm pretty sure William Defoe's Green Goblin turned into a rendition of the hobgoblin in this with the way yeah. he had the pouches in the hood. He had very much a yes. hobgoblin feel to him. But yeah, still, I mean, hobgoblin still isn't there though like yeah you know oh no i agree i definitely got like the the radar stood up for me when they perp like at first i was like oh that's a funny you know callback or whatever or reference and then i'm like no they put that in there for a reason so i wouldn't be surprised if they had ned become a villain or like an anti-hero because the comic book neds do exist and have been used multiple times as like a breaking point for Peter. He's been killed and like revived multiple times. And I do believe he's been possessed and turned into a villain once or twice. But, like I didn't realize it until I happened to see a video the other day about it, talking about it, that he's actually a major comic book character. And that's one thing I won't lie. Never been the biggest Spider-Man fan when it came to the comic books. Honestly, the only comic of Spider-Man I loved was Spider-Man 2099. Mm. I hope to see more with Ned. And I actually do agree with you, Bobby, that that necklace will be a big point. Because that was a big thing for Peter and her in the second movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I I just thought that was such a cool piece. Oh, and did anyone else... Uh, Get that feeling that they're going to show Ned and MJ as a couple. I did. I, yes. I, I thought what it was sitting there in the back of my head, and I hope they don't because I just feel like it'd be a little too weird and way off pacing for those two characters, yeah. even without Peter in the mix. Yeah, it would be nice to see them genuinely just be friends. But I was really like when he came in after Peter, I was sitting there and I, I leaned over to Drew. I'm like, Drew, they're going to be they're going to be together, and he's like, No, he's like, they have to give him a break somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, another breaking yeah. point. Haha. <laughs> yeah. But my thing is without Peter, would they have ever really I don't know. I That's I my thing too. Would they have ever really connected and really became genuine friends? I don't well, that's the problem with weren't, weren't they all in the same like yeah. math group though? They were, thing. but she didn't really I thought Peter was the one who kinda like she started talking to Peter mm -hmm. and she was talking to Ned some, but it was because she liked Peter that they started like kind of going back and forth. Yeah. That's the way I took it. Yeah. No, I I'm was... sorry. I'm sorry. I uh, winded us back up. No, you guys want to talk about uh, end credits and the like. Well, there, there, that was something that I wanted to talk about. Cause I, and I had forgotten about it. Cause I was waiting in that coffee shop scene for him to be like, Oh, that's a really nice necklace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So glad and, he didn't. You said you're glad he didn't? Yes. Delaney doesn't like Zendaya. 
And she's very jealous that they're together. No, so I don't mind Zendaya. She's just not my favorite actress. But she is dating your favorite actor, so I do love Tom Holland. But I was it was like <laughs> nice that he walked away. I was like, yes. Well, well I, I have to agree, I like Zendaya. This isn't my first favorite iteration of MJ by far. Um comic I books like or change. movies. I just don't like the per- I like the change in casting. I just don't like the way they write her personality. I but that's just me. Um, that's what I mean. Like I like in general, I do. I like the change because it's a different dynamic than we've seen before. And I just, I'm not yeah. the biggest Zendaya fan, but I do like her in this role. I like her too, and I, I like she's definitely not a damsel in distress, and I think that that's very cool. Yes, they've also written this MJ character with evolution to her character yes probably one of my favorite things about this trio of ned peter and mj is you can see a distinct growth in each movie between all of them yes you grow up with them through their high school years and them getting to know each other and becoming themselves Mm -hmm. and i like that so much in these movies yep they did ned dirty when they were all saying goodbye though because he's like he gets a handshake, and then Tom and Zendaya are all over each other, and Ned's over there in the corner. They did him dirty in that goodbye scene. I will agree with you on that. Did you guys see the spark in the secret shake? Yes. yes. Yeah, that was sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did notice yeah. that. I, I just want more magic Ned. I just yeah. love that natural aptitude he had for it. He was making portals faster than strange. Listen, as soon as he was like... My my grandma says that there's like magic in our family. Me and Gabrielle were like, yes, yes, Ned, yes. What Bob said about the necklace just made me w- want to pose this question: Does Ned still have the Doctor Strange ring? No, Strange. No, he, uh, he took it back. Oh, okay. I must it was right when he said, "Did you just make a portal?" and then walked away. Uh, okay. Smugly smiling, like. Hmm. I'll remember that for later. Yeah. Strange was definitely done with having kids around for a little while, though. You could tell he was just like, I want you all to go away. Mm -hmm. He literally put them in the basement. (laughs) Yeah. That was funny. All right. Mid-credits scene. So I'm a a little disappointed, but I also understand because it would have messed up the pacing of the movie that we didn't have... Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock and Venom in the movie. Disappointed, <sighs> but not surprised. I knew they yeah. weren't going to do it. I, was I, feel like, like, I feel like then it would have been a little too much. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I do. I was just really looking forward to it because I do love him doing those roles, but mid-credit scene was pretty funny i did like his whole like drunken trying to sort out what the fuck is going on i do have a question for all of you actually regarding this credit scene um Mm -hmm. so i i understand magic is not 100 percent foolproof like i mean Mm -hmm. it it mostly is like doctor strange Mm -hmm. usually his magic's 100 percent foolproof Mm -hmm. so i want to ask about the little plot hole of how did a little bit of Venom symbiote get left behind with this oh, I... supposedly all-powerful spell that is supposed to make them all go back to where they came from. I have another question that's a plot hole for the first spell that brought him over. Why were they brought over in the first place? Spider-Man does not exist in their universe. No, 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 yeah. no. I do believe Eddie Brock is in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Verse. Which is the same Spider-Verse that I believe Morbius is going to be in. Okay. Okay, I can see. Because there's the Oscorp Tower, I believe, is mentioned in... Um, whatchamacallit? Venom. Yes, mentioned in Venom where there's like a clip of it and it's shown there's uh, news clipping articles in the Morbius trailer for Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, we all believe, and Oscorp Tower. That's right, I did see those. Okay. So I'm 95% sure he knows Peter Parker 
is a kid who he, a kid he knows uh-huh. potentially. I have to rewatch the Venom movies, but that's supposedly one of the theories. And I can sort of explain why there's a blip of Venom left there because I was thinking about this since I seen the movie on Thursday. So right before they get blipped back, the bartender grabs at Eddie, doesn't he, or something like that? He um is yeah he does, he's reaching towards him because he it looks like he's about to stiff him the bill. So I believe part of Venom came off on him, and it's just like the Carnage situation. It got attached to the dude and kind of became its own thing because uh, Venom can't keep it in his pants technically. Yeah, <laughs> that okay. That's somewhat ex- understanding. From what, what I remember, and from what I remember in the comic books, like the symbiote is like very, very intelligent, very cognizantly aware. So, so I would even say that it was aware of what was happening and was trying to, because that little piece can obviously do so much damage. So I'm thinking that it was aware more than what it was telling Eddie, and it. It wanted to stay in this, like, it wanted to stay. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely makes sense because at the end of the second Venom movie, Venom is sitting there having a conversation on the beach with Eddie about how there are things about the universe that Eddie doesn't know and how Venom knows so much more than him and was just kind of, if you put it in the context of what was about to happen, how they were about to get pulled over to the MCU even though Venom wasn't aware of that at the time, it does make a little bit more sense from a storytelling perspective. You just tease the fact that Venom knows a lot more than he lets on mm-hmm. and then do this. So, yeah, I, I could see it being something like that. Um, all right. Do we want one, to talk about... Oh, one last on. thing. This is just... Ever since Spider-Man 2, everybody has been clamoring because, like, the the term in the comic books for like his rogues gallery was always the sinister six and they have been everybody for ever has been like oh well we need like spider-man taking on all sinister six at once so i was a little bit underwhelmed with the the mid-credit rule but i was like well this is a little bit of fan service because this is the closest we've come or maybe will come for the foreseeable future of having a full roster because if you count venom even though he wasn't in the fights there technically was members of the Sinister Six all in one movie. So I thought it was a little fan service and I appreciated it. Yeah. All right, do we want to talk about the trailer? Essentially is what I feel like the end end credit scene was that, for Doctor Strange was and the multiverse. That was a whole that was a whole ass trailer. Yeah. Where do you begin oh, yeah. with that? Other, like, I don't... The biggest thing that stuck out to me is Doctor Strange is uh, the villain. Yeah, that's so that's the you, biggest thing that stuck out to me was that he's the he's going to be the villain. There's no way uh, that did, did we watch. I so... thought it was just a. I thought it was just like a, uh, an evil Doctor Strange. Like so, if there's a yeah. a good Doctor Strange, the one Stephen that we know, you know, does a bad one exist and uses his powers for evil? I, I just that's the way I viewed it, but maybe I'm way off base. I feel he... that they're gonna maybe use him as a catalyst for the big bad end guy or somehow construed him into it for the end of phase four finished what if i yeah who's finished what if not i i haven't but spoil it all explained in detail to me spoil it all so so dylan you're in agreement with me on who that doctor strange was yes i am 95 percent sure on that if not I don't feel he's going to be a big part of it. I think he's going to be a little blip on the vacation of uh, Strange. Yeah. Oh. Are we talking so, about Memphisto or? No, it's no. the it's the Doctor Strange from the What If series. It's Strange. I think he's referred to as Strange Supreme. Uh... Who he in the in the What If series he went and kind of hunted all of like the mystical magical monsters and absorbed their powers because he was trying to in his universe. Christine dies and he was trying to prevent her death but in his universe her death was a fixed point so he broke his universe trying to save her and I forget how he fixed it he didn't the watcher did 
the watcher did okay so he became aware of the watcher and then at the end of what if when the watcher needs help he goes to that version of strange and asks for help among Uh... other people so that version of strange knows about the multiverse knows a lot of things going on and that looked an awful lot like just like the bags under his eyes and kind of like the sunken features and everything looked a lot like strange supreme from the what if series to me Mm, interesting so i i'm excited to see um wanda's uh, yes role in this when she was on the screen like I, I, I know I never officially watched WandaVision, but I know how it ends oh. and what goes on. Um We know that Agatha's getting her own T V series, right? No. Hmm. Interesting. They announced they announced several more shows that are slated for like the next round of Disney Plus shows and Agatha House of Harkness is one of them, which I'm very excited for. Yes, that's because you look like her. And you sound like her, Delaney. Therefore, you two are the perfect pair. We're going to dress as Wanda and Agatha for the Ren Fair one year. Right, Delaney? Yes! Only if Steven dresses as Steven. I'd do that. (laughs) I'll be the Hobgoblin. I'll make Drew dress up as Loki. Drew could be Steven Supreme. That would work, too. You know he would be happier with that. Yeah. (laughs) Since I'm um, super old, I can be Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Wait, your youth pastor shirt? That's it. Cool youth pastor, thank you. <laughs> we have our Let's Be Nerds uh, Ren Faire costumes now. Yeah. No, is it, we gotta go to Comic-Con and do that. That, oh, that, is, that is true, I would love to do a Comic-Con. We'll, we'll get there when we get our panel there, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Aim big, miss small. Got it. No, but I'm talking about Steel City Con at the very least. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I uh, I was in love with that trailer that we got at the end. I'm very, very hyped for the new Doctor Strange. They really know how to leave you wanting more and wanting to know more. I have to, I have to say that. I yeah, yeah. With Juan, um, just his voice echoing as you're watching this, and you just hear him go, the biggest threat to everything is you is you mm-hmm. that's where i drew my conclusion of him being the bad guy came okay from, is that Juan, the sorcerer supreme in this in this in this universe of the multiverse is saying that strange is the ultimate evil so to speak as of right now, he is the issue at hand. He is the one who poses the biggest threat for the multiverse. See, I, I just took wait, it as, you know, I, Wong c- calling him reckless, and I, his reckless yeah. ways is the biggest threat. And but my thing... Sorry, Bob, go on. That's okay. It was just that... Um, but I totally see, Gordon, where you're coming from with that, though. My whole thing with when trailers are cut, though, it's so easy to misdirect you by Mm -hmm. overlaying lines on scenes that are not actually related. So we, I mean, it's very heavily implied that he is talking to Strange, but we don't know that for sure. That's true. Wait, you're not wrong. I don't think that it was Wong. I just fact checked. I was going to say that didn't sound right. And I just fact checked. It, It wasn't Wong. It was Baron Mordo. It was... Oh yes, 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 that's yeah. Right. It wasn't long, but still, I mean, that's but that like that's his friend turned enemy. So okay, so yeah, I could see it being directed as strange, more no, like thinking thinking about who it's coming from. But yeah. still, that, so that doesn't actually mean that strange is bad. That just means that Mordo doesn't agree with what he's doing, which he already didn't agree with what he was doing. Yeah. So that'll. It's going to be interesting. I need a full, like, all my YouTube channels that I followed, I need them to do a breakdown of that scene alone because it was so, so much information, so many, like, quick clips all cut together that I just, I can't. 
I couldn't process it. I was just like, this is for Doctor Strange. This looks really cool. I need this right now. Like, but plus, yeah, it, plus we all just went through two and a half hours of, again of like the biggest emotional roller coaster, and then they throw this mind bending trailer on you at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. When Drew and I, when Drew and I left the theater, like normally leaving a movie like that, we'd be talking about it the whole way home. We rode home in almost complete silence. Yeah. We were supposed to. We were supposed to come home and like binge The Witcher. We came home and we both just went. We're gonna just do our own things and kind of sit and not talk because like that deserved to sit in a by itself in our heads for at least a day. Like we couldn't start watching anything else. We couldn't really do anything else because we were trying to just let the whole movie just settle and give it the attention it truly deserved. I get that. But I guess, um, does anybody have anything else you want to add before we close out for the, the night? Wait, hold on. I'm reading something that I might want to share. Just one second. Okay. Oh, well, I'm definitely excited. I mean, just to go off topic to fill in some void here. Yeah. My, I was, I'm so excited for all the new movies coming out next year. Um, the one, uh, it, the Dracula looking movie. I forget what it's called. It's like Morbius. Mobius or something like that. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Morbius. Yeah, Morbius. with Jared. Jared Leto. I am. That looks. That looked great. I'm actually excited to see that. Yeah, that looked really cool. Mm-hmm. There's, there's all the movies I saw on screen that are coming out next year. I am looking forward to seeing. Yeah. I'm excited for movies again. That that's when this year coming up is is just great for movies. I'm still pumped for Uncharted coming out. Yes, I am excited, but I'm also kind of nervous because I really wanted them. They, and they waited too long. I really wanted them to cast Nathan Fillion as Drake, and I think he's aged out of the part now. So. It won't work. Makes me sad. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the title, but in your uh, previews, did they the one about the moon falling out of orbit? That looks wild. No. Oh, no, I, I saw didn't that. hear that. I'm intrigued. No. This sounds like Majora's Mask. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, God. I'm trying to remember. Sonic uh, 2 is what the name of the movie is. Oh wait! Oh, no, I, I it's wish. starring Hall- Halle Berry. Moonfall. Yes. Yes. Okay. Moonfall is an upcoming oh. science fiction scheduled for release on February fourth, twenty twenty two. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Everyone, go watch that trailer. It's wild. You know what trailer I just saw recently when I went to go see Spider Man that did not excite me at all. What? Mm. The one where they're in the ambulance after they rob a bank. I didn't see that one. Didn't oh yeah, that's that's Jake oh, Gyllenhaal. It, yeah, it's supposed to be a um, Michael Bay movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. I have very little interest in it. It just looks like a movie about two guys who shot a cop while robbing a bank, and they kidnap a ambulance driver, and they just ride around in the ambulance trying to get away. Well, let me just say this real quick with you, Dylan, because I. I have to, I get what you're saying, but we have to also think that we are still kind of coming into that phase or whatever you want to call it, where films had to really adapt because of COVID. And I know Jake Gyllenhaal was like really big on this. And he actually did a movie, I believe, with Netflix, where essentially it's just him. He's like a a troubled cop and he's basically going to court and it's a big deal. And he's working a desk job as a 911 operator. And the it whole was actually film, really good. Yes, and I really had the same thing that you thought when I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh my god, how like great? How great could it be? Thinking that you know, it's one room. It's him, you know, yelling at some lady about this and that. I was really surprised by that movie. And so when I saw the trailer for Ambulance, I was like, I immediately thought of that movie, and I was like, well, that one surprised me. So maybe this one would surprise me too. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Alrighty, well, if nobody has anything else to add about Spider-Man, 
No, I think we covered all the bases. Spider Pig movie. <laughs> I, I just washed my hands. That's why they're wet. No other reason. I would watch a spinoff movie or TV show about all three Spider-Men and like just doing daily tasks for God's sakes. Yeah, them like sharing. Yeah, they should all just get an apartment together and and make it like a sitcom too. (laughs) I would love it. Live audience. Yeah. (laughs) Spiders and a boy. (laughs) I'm here for it. How I Met Your Spider. (laughs) How I Got Bit by Your Spider. (laughs) How I shoot my webs. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, Old we web. thank all of, thank all of Sorry, our I'm listeners. Done. Old Weber. You guys use fluid? Okay. All right. Let Lizette do her outro. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we want to thank all of our listeners for uh, being here for our rambles today. Um, if you've seen Spider-Man No Way Home, please leave us some comments um what your thoughts on the movie were did you enjoy it as much as we did did you find any problems with it um if you did please share them with us because we would love to debate it with you because i found nothing wrong with this movie (laughs) but with that being said we will see you next time gordon lizette are you guys as excited about the New Year's Eve special as I am? You know it, Steve. I mean, I know me and Drew are excited. We're both going to be there. And I think, Dylan, you're going to be there too, aren't you? You bet your shiny gold buttons I'll be there. <laughs> guys, do you know who else? Carmen, you're, you are coming. I don't... I'm so excited. Yeah, me and Bobby wouldn't miss it for the world. So this is going to be our first time doing a live event and people that are listening can actually come in, join the chat. They can join in on a microphone or through text chat and they can actually be a part of it. This is like the best way to end season one. I lost my left shoe thinking about it. (laughs) Knock your socks off. I didn't even have those on in the first place, so just the shoe. (laughs) What time is this going to start at? So we're looking at, because obviously we have to celebrate midnight. So we're thinking around 10 or 10.30. We're going to have more details to follow. So this is really important. If you want to be a part of our New Year's Eve special, you have to get on Discord or Reddit. You have to be a part of the community to be on. I I can't explain how excited I am for us to be live. We're going to take your chats. You can join in on the call. Tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like. This is going to be the most interactive we've ever been with anybody. It's so exciting. But Gordon, do you know what the real thing is? Is they have to have green room. Can you tell them about green room? You have to have green room. Green Room is a lovely addition to Spotify where we are able to go live and just be able to record with all of you guys listening in. You guys can ask to speak with us. You can join us. You can join in the live chat throughout the whole thing. We can bring you on so you can share your opinion on our podcast or just your opinion on some random BS like we love to do on our podcast and just chill with us all night. And Liza, do you know what the best part is? If you are you a listener to Spotify? Yes. If you have a Spotify account, you can just download the Green Room app and immediately create an account. How easy is that? Oh, okay. So it just ties into the account that you already have for Spotify. Exactly. It's perfect. It's going to be like a two-second download process and then a two-second sign-in process. Okay. Carmen. I don't know about you, but I would really think that it'd be cool if some of our listeners would like either join in on the voice chat or through text and tell us New Year's resolutions. Are you big on New Year's resolutions? Not so much on uh, resolutions, um, but I just love being with friends and family. And I think it would be a great time to have uh, more of our friends and family who are listening be a part of this so that uh, we get to hear from everybody. And what's a better way than celebrating the new year? Than to start off with a group of friends that are all on the same page. Exactly. Dylan, I, I can't wait. Are you excited? I am. Like I said, I lost my I lost my left shoe and I think the cat took the right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I should hopefully you're... find it in time. If not, like you said, I can join through Reddit or I can join through the Discord. I can't wait. 
Well, I will see you guys all there and everybody listening. We hope to have you be a part of our special night. It's the season one finale. If you're enjoying the Let's Be Nerds podcast, please come join us and let's kick off the new year together and safely social distance and just kind of be a part of a group where everybody's welcome and everybody's accepted. Hope to see you there. Let's Be Nerds is hosted and executive produced by Gordon Bryant and me, Stephen J. McLean. Let's Be Nerds is a production of Speakeasley Productions. Our social media manager is Kylie Gregg. Our managing producer and co-host is Lizette Ayala. Today's guest host was Robert Van Jacobs. You can follow him on all social media platforms at Bobby Dub Music. To keep up with the latest on Let's Be Nerds, join our Discord server linked in the description box below. Follow us on Instagram at Let's Be Nerds Pod or find us on Twitter at Let's the Letter B Nerds. Mm-hmm.